0: What's up tck potters happy week 10 sky rolling solo as i always do on tuesday's recap in the week nine action team by team listing my ballers and stallers for the week make sure to email us your fantasy questions to tckpod at gmail.com and shoot us a dm on instagram at the candlestick kids with the hashtag tckpod we've got a lot of cover so let's get into it Jerry Rice, Andre Reed, Chris Carter. I smoked all these fools. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Well, I'm the best corner of the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Young weak ass, get your weak ass off the field. Get your weak ass off the field. He could go all the way. Because I'm a winner. I'll always be a winner. And you'll always be a loser. Last week's buys were the Cincinnati Bengals, Indianapolis Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, Arizona Cardinals, Philadelphia Eagles, and New York Giants. We'll start on Thursday night with somewhat of a preseason game between the Raiders and the 49ers. The 49ers, thankfully, come away with a big win against the woeful Raiders. I think the Raiders have have, uh, given up. I think we all know that. But uh, it looked extra pitiful on Thursday night against a pretty terrible team on the other side in the Niners. The Niners get a big win, 34-3 to over the Raiders in the Battle of the Bay. Nick Mullins gets a very nice, impressive debut filling in for C.J. Bethard. For the Raiders, no ballers, uh, not surprisingly. And Derek Carr, uh, just 171, no touchdowns. Jalen Rashard and Doug Martin didn't do much either. I think a lot of people picked them up for streaming options against the 49ers, but unfortunately were disappointed. Just two carries for four yards for Rashard and four catches for 45 yards through the air. For Doug Martin, 11 carries, 49 yards, and one catch for 20 yards. Jared Cook, also disappointed, two catches, 20 yards. And Jordy Nelson is completely irrelevant. Two catches, 16 yards. I think folks uh, thought that he would be picking it up with Amari now in Dallas, but that is not the case, unfortunately. So everybody, but, uh, I mean, hang on to the running backs, I suppose, because they running backs. See what happens. But uh, Jared Cook is probably the only weapon in the Raiders offense that I'm even considering moving forward because of the tight end scarcity. For the 49ers nick mullins has mentioned a very nice debut 262 three touchdowns honestly if uh, the raiders put up a couple of touchdowns they probably would have kept throwing in san francisco but they didn't have to in the second half mullins could have easily thrown for four plus touchdowns in this he was on fire and uh, everybody but uh, Marquise goodwin who we'll get to in a second was really uh, on the same page and playing very well here so uh, i expect mullins to be effective moving forward um assuming the Niners give him the keys to the car, which I think they should. He looked really impressive. I know it was the Raiders. The Raiders are terrible, but he still looked good. Uh, obviously, um, if you're watching the game, you know that he broke the records in Southern Mississippi from Brett Favre. Brett Favre has been a mentor of him growing up, so I really like Mullins and his, his general character and liked watching him preseason as well. So nice game for Mullins. George Kittle, four catches, one 08 and a touchdown four targets nice 72 yard grab there uh late to to really bail out fantasy owners but george kittle is a beast definitely the main target there pierre garçon uh comes back from hiding three catches 56 yards a touchdown and five targets and raheem mostert had a great game before a season-ending arm injury uh seven carries 86 yards and a touchdown he had a great um Great game before his injury. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, you know, check it if you want to. It's pretty gruesome. Uh, unfortunately, he did um, just kind of hurtle over a pile, land on his arm, and his forearm just gave out and basically broke in half. It was pretty disgusting. But unfortunately for him, he is done for the season, but he looked really good. Brito, on the other hand, just 44 yards on 12 carries. Disappointing there. And Marquise Goodwin, as I mentioned, just one catch for 11 yards. He caught the very first pass of the game from Mullins. For a nice uh, first down on a uh, 10-yard out, but was unable to come up with his other four targets. He did miss a touchdown by just about three inches over his head there. So I think that they'll be able to catch up in the next couple of weeks, but unfortunately not so much in the first game here. Moving on to Baltimore, where the Pittsburgh Steelers come into Baltimore, of course, is a brutal rivalry. Uh, which is always exciting um there's a lower point total as we mentioned last week on the podcast generally a lower point total when this game is in baltimore versus when these teams match up in pittsburgh so this time pittsburgh gets the best of the ravens 23 to 16. the ravens will be heading on to a bye uh this week in week 10 antonio brown not the biggest stats um this year he's not putting up huge numbers necessarily but he has scored a touchdown in six straight games for the steelers big ben 272 touchdowns he also had a rushing score james Conner remains hot 24 carries 107 on the ground and 56 yards on seven catches and a touchdown through the air we'll get to the levy on bell um garbage later on this week Uh, Antonio Brown, five catches, 43 yards, a touchdown on 11 targets. So six incompletions there to AB, but he's still getting fed for sure. And Juju, uh, more efficient this week, seven catches, 78 yards on nine targets. Vance McDonald let down, unfortunately, three catches on 25, three catches for 25 yards on six targets. And Jesse James had 53 yards on three targets there. So Vance I think it's still the tight end to own and and is is a streamable option at the tight end position, but Jesse James is definitely still around on the Baltimore side. No ballers. Unfortunately, Alex Collins, seven carries for 58 yards. Um, John Brown, just 15 yards on three catches and Willie Snead 58 yards on seven catches. So the most efficient there for the Ravens, but uh, just about 12 fantasy points. um, If you're playing in PPR leagues, and michael crabtree hasn't been doing much three catches 32 yards on seven targets hayden hurst another disappointing game he has yet to break out just 21 yards on one catch and i would watch for lamar miller coming out i'm sorry lamar miller lamar jackson lamar jackson quarterback for the ravens watch uh for him coming out of the bye uh joe flacco has slowed down he started off real hot this season early but he has definitely um gotten back into normal Flacco, and i could see them going to lamar jackson as the ravens have dropped a couple as of late including two divisional games to the browns and to the steelers so i could see them trying to mix it up and uh bring in lamar jackson so i am i'm ready to go and i will be driving that hype train have been since the preseason so ready for that keep an eye there if lamar jackson becomes the starter next week after the bye he is a must add in every um every format for sure the Bears upend the Buffalo Bills no surprise here 41 to 9. The Bears are over 500 for the first time uh, since 2013 midway through the season. Jordan Howard had a nice game two touchdowns early just 47 yards though this is definitely a Jordan Howard game script and the Bears defense was another baller, two touchdowns, three picks, one forced uh, Fumble recovery four sacks and just nine points against 21. 29, excuse me, fantasy points. And of course, everybody started them in DFS and they did very, very well there. Some stallers for the Bears, Trubisky, just 12 completions on 20 attempts, 135, a touchdown and a pick. Tariq Cohen, five yards rushing, eight yards receiving. Again, he was completely obsolete. They just didn't need him in this game. Uh, So I think this is something really important to monitor going forward. If, if, If the Bears are favored in the game, and they're about to trance on a team, then this is gonna be a Jordan Howard game. If it's gonna be close and they're gonna need some of that pass reception uh, ability there, it's gonna be Tariq Cohen. So keep an eye there when, if you have both guys or if you're looking to start one or the other, um, as it's usually a one-man show there for the Bears either way. Trey Burton stays, uh, you know, gets his token touchdown, but just 28 yards. So, man, if he's not getting his touchdown, he's going to let everybody down. Anthony Miller, decent game, 49 yards on five catches, filling in for Allen Robinson once again. So if Robinson continues to miss, keep an eye on Anthony Miller. And Taylor Gabriel, disappointing, 45 yards on three catches. For the Bills, no ballers. Once again, uh, if you happen to start Shady McCoy or Chris Ivory, they both disappointed. Shady McCoy, 10 carries, 10 yards that's a Lamar Miller territory there. And uh, just 19 yards on four catches. Chris Ivory, 36 yards on seven carries and another 20 through the air. But it looks like he is suffering in a very intense uh, upper arm shoulder injury that uh, looks like he had to go see a trauma surgeon. So um, football aside, I hope he's okay. In general, it looks like uh, far more than just a dislocation or a Uh, torn pectoral muscle or something up in that region. So um, we'll know more about Chris Ivory moving forward, but it looks like he is probably done for the season. Marcus Murphy, I guess, would be the uh, backup to Shady if you're at all interested in this um, defense or offense here for the uh, Buffalo Bills. And a quick note, Nathan Peterman will be uh, starting in week 10 and his stat lines in his career, three touchdowns, 10 interceptions, three touchdowns, Ten interceptions, a one-to-four ratio if you're keeping track at home. Moving on to Carolina, 42, Tampa Bay, 28. Carolina looks real good right now. 35 first-half points, a franchise record for the Panthers. For the Bucks, Fitzmagic puts up his fantasy points, but they get the loss. Uh, four touchdowns, 243 for Fitzmagic. And Adam Humphreys crushing it. Uh, eight catches, 82 yards, two touchdowns on eight targets, so 100% completion rate for 82 yards, two touchdowns for Humphreys. And O.J. Howard, another nice game, two touchdowns for 53 yards. Uh, on the baller's side, for the Stallers, pretty much everybody else for the Bucks. Mike Evans, my goodness, one of 10 for 16 yards, one of 10 for 16 yards. Not going to get it done clearly. I expect a big bounce back from him moving forward. This is clearly an outlier. Uh, Peyton Barber just 31 yards on the ground and Deshaun Jackson 32 yards through the air and Chris Godwin 40 yards through the air so pretty much it was it was uh, underneath to Humphreys and he had a really nice game and so did OJ Howard so it was really that the uh, Panthers were just taking away the receivers for the Bucks, which they've been doing to pretty much everybody so moving forward facing these, this Panther defense check your wide receivers here it might be a bigger day for tight ends and underneath slot receivers moving forward. For the Panthers side, uh, Cam Newton, 247, two touchdowns, another 33 on the ground. Christian McCaffrey, 17 carries, 79 yards and two touchdowns, another 78 yards through the air on five catches. So over 150 total yards for Christian McCaffrey and two touchdowns. Nice bounce back for him. Four touchdowns in his last two weeks. And Greg Olson. Uh, 76 yards on six catches, one touchdown. So nice to see Greg Olson get a full meal deal. He's caught a few touchdowns since being back, but it was nice to see him get a uh, sure allotment of targets, 100% completion rate, and get uh, 76 yards along with that score. And Curtis Samuel, 22-yard rushing score on a nice uh, double reverse, which is pretty fancy. And he also had a receiving score as well, 25 yards total there for uh, Curtis Samuel. And Devin Funches, if you're firing him up, he uh, has been pretty hot as of late, catching touchdowns in his last couple of games. But today, or excuse me, on Sunday, just uh, 44 yards on four catches. Moving on to Cleveland, Chiefs take care of business once again 37 to 21 over the Browns. Mahomes, 300 passing yards in eight straight games. For the Chiefs, Mahomes, 375, three touchdowns and a pick. Ho hum. Uh, Kareem Hunt, 91 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Another 50-yard scamper through the air for a touchdown. And it's an important note that uh, Spencer Ware had 12 yards on the ground and 69 through the air. So obviously, Kareem Hunt is the guy. However, if if uh, you're a Kareem Hunt owner, go get Spencer Ware immediately just in case getting ready for the playoffs. And if Kareem Hunt were to go down, Spencer Ware is an RB1 immediately. We've seen him do it in the past. So keep an eye on Spencer Ware. Travis Kelsey 99 yards on seven catches two touchdowns for him and some ballers for the Chiefs Tyreek Hill 69 yards on four catches unfortunately just couldn't break loose there and Sammy Watkins I expected a bigger game from him but um, just 62 yards on five catches there for the Browns some ballers Baker Mayfield 279 I'm sorry 297 two touchdowns and uh, a pick and duke johnson had a huge resurgence under the new coaching regime regime uh nine uh nine catches for 78 yards and two touchdowns on nine targets just eight yards on the ground but he is obviously that extra receiver there so go pick up duke johnson if you're in a ppr league of course and nick chubb had a nice game another 22 carries 85 yards and a touchdown jarvis landry and ninjoku let down unfortunately on the Stollers' side, six carries, or I'm sorry, six catches, fifty yards on seven targets for Landry, and four catches, fifty-three yards on five targets for Injoku. So, looks like they're going to be more on the run game as predicted moving forward for the Browns. Moving into Miami, Miami picks up its sixth franchise win without an offensive touchdown. Holy smokes, this game was terrible. Um, the it was a defensive touchdown for the Dolphins and a couple of field goals otherwise. So the Dolphins pick up the win at home over the Jets, 13-6. to six. For the Jets, no ballers, but it's important to note that Elijah McGuire had 30 yards on the ground and 37 through the air. So he is starting to warm up. He's been on the IR the rest of the season. But with um Bil- uh, Bilal Powell out for the season and Isaiah Crowell hit or miss, uh, I expect Elijah McGuire to get much more run in the in the Run game and especially the pass game filling in for uh, Bilal Powell. So, if you're in a PPR league, you look at Elijah Maguire for sure. On the bo- uh, staller side, Isaiah Crowell once again, pedestrian game, 49 yards. Quincy Anunua was back, but just 40 yards on three catches. Robbie Anderson had another, um, you know, uh, staller game there. If he doesn't catch that long touchdown, you're, you're looking at pedestrian numbers, four catches, 32 yards for Robbie Anderson. And Chris Herndon. Uh, does not get his touchdown this week, but he still gets 62 yards on four catches. So in a PPR league, 10 points from a tight end is awesome. And even with a, without a touchdown, Chris Herndon is putting up numbers. So I think he is certainly a tight end one moving forward and a must-add in all leagues, especially in a PPR league. For the Dolphins, no ballers either. On the Stoller side, Kenyon Drake, nine yards rushing, nine yards on three carries, 26 yards on four catches man up and down with Kenyon Drake I've been saying this since the beginning of the season I don't want anything to do with it you can't sell him now because it's way too low but if he has a you know a bust out game anytime in the next week or two before your uh, trade deadline get rid of Kenyon Drake I really believe that unless Frank Gore gets hurt I don't see Kenyon Drake doing anything uh so once again uh Kenyon Drake seven total touches seven total touches for 35 yards frank gore 20 carries for 53 yards so terribly inefficient unfortunately for frank gore but he's still getting 20 carries over kenyon drake's three not good danny Amendola five catches 47 yards on seven targets and Devontae parker comes back to earth just eight yards on one catch heading into minnesota the vikings with a franchise record 10 sacks on the lions the lions are not looking good of course they just got rid of snacks harrison on defense and they got rid of um, golden tate on offense and they were sloppy unfortunately coming out of the bye here for the lions no ballers for them some stallers marvin jones just uh, 66 yards on six catches kenny galladay 46 yards on three catches i expected everybody uh everybody expected really the um, receivers there kenny galladay and marvin jones for the Lions to really have an uptick with Golden Tate out of town, but that did not happen. Um, carry on Johnson, just 37 yards rushing and seven receiving, and Theo Riddick, 36 yards uh, receiving, seven for eight through the air there. So not much going on for the um, Lions either way. And Matt Stafford, just 199, no touchdowns. For the Vikings, Dalvin Cook played his first full game in a long time. Uh, since the beginning of the season he looked real good too he had uh, 10 carries 89 yards and 20 yards through the air on four catches he played and was five yards short away from a 80 yard touchdown he had a nice kind of a a shotgun draw up the middle and he really showed that burst he looks really good looks at the hamstring is healed up he showed that burst and he basically got tripped up on the inside the 10-yard line and, and stumbled down to inside the five. So he missed that 80-yard touchdown, but was very, very close and looks great moving forward. And shout-out to the Vikings' defense. One touchdown, one fumble recovery, 10 sacks, as I mentioned, a franchise record, and nine points against for 23 fantasy points. So those are the uh, ballers for the Vikings. And the stallers. feeling uh, just 22 yards, <laughs> just 22 yards. Shut down by Darius Slay and the rest of that um, uh, uh, secondary there for Detroit. So after eight consecutive games to start the season, over 100 yards, Thielen goes for 22 yards on four catches. He does get a touchdown and somewhat saves uh, fantasy owners a bit, but um, certainly not what you're expecting. Stephon Diggs sat out this game and did not play. Uh, Latavius Murray got a touchdown, but just 31 yards On the ground, I expect him to take a backseat now to uh, Dalvin Cook for sure if he's healthy. And Cousins, uh, 164 and a touchdown and a pick through the air. And Kyle Rudolph, 28 yards on two catches. Moving on to Washington where Atlanta comes off a bye and gets hot. They have won uh, three straight. And the Falcons are back to 500 after starting the season one and four. So the Falcons back in it in the nfc south at four and four they get the win in washington 38 to 14 for the falcons matt ryan another hot game 354 touchdowns and a pick julio jones gets off the schneid seven catches 121 which is pretty normal for him but he catches his first touchdown of the season first catch in uh 22 or uh, 12 games at least i think maybe 22 i'll have to double check that but uh, definitely the first touchdown of the season. Um, it can't be twenty-two games. First catch uh, in uh, twelve games for Julio Jones, um, and ten targets for Julio. So he is a beast. He'll be just fine. Um, like I said, I, I was all in on Julio in two different leagues. Picked him up. Had to deal with the buy, but did it. And now all of a sudden, Julio is back, and he is ready to go. Love Julio Jones. One of my favorite players in the entire league. Uh, just on a straight up like person level. He's just a great team player. His entire team came out to congratulate him, which is great sportsmanship from all those guys. And he's been really chill having everybody else score the rest of the season. So shout out to Julio Jones, big up and I expect big things from him moving forward. Tevin Coleman, another nice game as well. He broke out uh, this week, 156 total yards and two touchdowns for Tevin Coleman. Edo Smith touchdown as well 60 yards on the ground on 10 carries and calvin ridley 71 yards a touchdown on nine targets so everybody got fed here for the uh falcons um just some quick stallers if you started them uh muhammad sanu just 45 yards on four catches and austin hooper 41 yards on three catches there i think they'll both be fine moving forward for the washington redskins unfortunately just one baller that nobody started maurice harris 10 catches, 124 yards on 12 targets. He's been filling in for Jamison Crowder, who's been out since week five, and he'll be filling in for Paul Richardson, who is now out for the season as well. So uh, look at Maurice Harris. If you need a a deep receiver option, he'll be pretty much the only option there for the time being for the Redskins. So pick up Maurice Harris. 10 catches, 124, 12 targets. Al Smith, 306 and a touchdown and a pick. A p man adrian peterson 17 yards on nine carries another 16 through the air so you know adrian peterson's had had three games over 95 yards rushing he's been killing it of course but these are kind of the games that you have every once in a while so i don't think this is on adrian peterson but it is something to note with him moving forward so definitely a dud for him just 17 yards rushing 16 receiving capri bibbs did score a touchdown, but just 20 yards from him. Expected more out of him with Chris Thompson out. And Jordan Reed, uh, 34 yards on four catches, came up, ailed a little bit in this game. We'll have more in the news and notes in the week moving forward. Houston uh, faces the Denver Broncos and beats them uh, last minute here, 19-17. to The Broncos miss a game-winning field goal. Uh, Six straight wins for the first time since 2012 for the Texans. Both teams will be on a bye next week, or this week, excuse me, coming up. Uh, Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, 213, two touchdowns and 38 yards on the ground. DeAndre Hopkins, 105 and a touchdown on 10 receptions. Demarius Thomas playing against his old team with his new team, a nice debut just three catches, but 61 yards. He cut a nice screen, kind of a vintage Demarius Thomas screen, but turned it into a really nice gain there. So I expect good things from Demarius moving forward, especially with uh, Will Fuller off for the season, but Kiki QT also planning to miss time potentially. He said, uh, Kiki said himself he's not going to come back until he's 100%. So that could be a while. So I uh, like to see Demarius Thomas moving forward. Jordan Thomas also catches a touchdown just one catch for seven yards but he did get a touchdown and he so far this season has nine catches for 14 yards (laughs) but three of those are touchdowns so three touchdowns on nine catches for the rookie and it will definitely be an option in plus matchups and again with uh, Kiki and Will Fuller out Lamar Miller back to normal here 12 carries 21 yards just 27 through the air and he was out-touched by Alfred Blue, uh, 15 touches to, to uh, 14 touches for Alfred Blue. Alfred Blue, 39 yards. So this is the Lamar Miller and Adrian Peterson that uh, I had been expecting. That's why I traded both of them for Julio Jones. Of course, it's always hindsight, and I can you know feel good about it now that Julio exploded and both of them fell. But let's not remember that, or let's not forget that both re- uh, running backs were over 100 yards last week. So. It'll be up and down, but I, I feel good about that trade um, in general, especially in a PPR league. I'll take Julio over both those guys any day. For the Denver Broncos, uh, Case Keenum two ninety and a touchdown, and Hireman playing real nice with Demarius Thomas out of town. 11 targets, 10 catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. So keep an eye on Hierman, who's been playing well anyway. But if he's going to get this kind of workload without Demarius Thomas around as the possession guy, he is a must-start tight end one for sure moving forward. Some stallers for the Broncos. Emmanuel Sanders just 47 yards on six catches. Phillip Lindsay 60 yards on the ground, 24 through the air. And Devontae Booker did get a touchdown, but just 15 yards uh, on the ground there. And Cortland Sutton, I expect everybody expected him to kind of uh, explode in this game with Demarius Thomas out of town now, but just 57 yards on three catches. So not bad on the yardage, but just three catches, not going to get it done. Moving on to Seattle, the Chargers take care of business, 25-17 over the uh, Seahawks. The Seahawks had a chance to win this game late, but unfortunately uh, David Moore dropped the touchdown. And – the uh, Chargers escape in Seattle six and two for the Chargers is the best start since 2006 so the Chargers are six and two looking real nice and right behind the Chiefs there in the AFC West for the Chargers Keenan Allen 124 on six catches so this is what we were expecting coming out of the bye second half if you have Keenan Allen um, you either sell high right now or just hold on to him. He'll be fine. If you're looking to get Keenan Allen, you better do it immediately because he's about to explode, I think, in the second half. Melvin Gordon coming back after a week off plus the buy uh, It looked really good. 113 and a touchdown and just 10 yards through the air. But Melvin Gar- Gordon looked really nice. And Phillip Rivers, 220 and multiple scores again. Uh, two touchdowns for Phillip Rivers. Tyrell Williams, 23 yards and a touchdown. Mike Williams, 30 yards and a touchdown. So the Williams team up again for another uh, score tandem. Austin Eckler just 21 yards on the ground and 13 through the air. And Caleb Surges. Some kicker news here. Caleb Sturgis, who's been a a kicker for multiple teams in the NFL and pretty reliable in fantasy, was released by the Chargers on Monday after missing four field goals and six PATs over the last six games. So he's missed ten total kicks in six games, and the Chargers held on to him that long. Looks like Bagley will be the uh, kicker for the Chargers moving forward, and Caleb Sturgis is now looking for a job for the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson, 235, two touchdowns and a pick and 41 yards on the ground, which is a nice floor for him. Hopefully he'll start rushing more. And Mike Davis filling in for an injured Chris Carson early. Uh, Mike Davis, 15 carries, 62 yards and 45 through the air. So uh, 107 total yards for Mike Davis. He is a must-add in in, uh, PPR leagues, uh, but in standard leagues as well. as Chris Carson could potentially miss some time. So of course we don't know with Pete Carroll, but uh, Mike Davis is definitely a must add in all formats right now. Looking really good in that Seattle uh, run game has looked nice this season already. Um, They had another uh, hundred yards rushing, although two players, but over a hundred yards once again for the Seahawks. Uh, Nick Vanette, a nice game, 52 yards on six catches uh, and a touchdown um, taking over for Ed Dixon who blew up last week. And on the Staller side, once again, uh, Doug Baldwin, uh, his best game was 77 yards on four catches, but just not the game you're expecting from Doug Baldwin. And David Moore, as I mentioned, had has had touchdowns in the last couple of games, but came up short, dropped potentially the game tying touchdown here, just 16 catches, no, sorry, 16 yards on two catches and seven targets here, so uh, unable to mesh with Russell Wilson in this one. And Tyler Lockett did not get his deep bomb, therefore a pedestrian game, which I've been calling for, three catches, 22 yards on four targets. And Chris Carson, as I mentioned, before he went out, eight carries, 40 yards. He's day-to-day with a hip injury and questionable for Week 10 coming up versus the Rams, but I'm not very excited versus uh, with that matchup anyway. So, again, go look for Mike Davis on your waivers. Last game in the uh, afternoon slate, the Rams and the Saints. This was an amazing game. The Saints pick it up at home, as uh, I expected, um, against the Rams. I just think the Rams are vulnerable. The Saints are super hot right now. Saints get the win at home, 45-35. So if you had the the line at 80, we broke even here. So Saints with a big win and uh, really helping out uh, Gurley, and receiver owners for the rams in fantasy because now uh, they're tied up here and um, the saints have the upper hand so if both teams went out from here then the saints would actually uh, get home field advantage so big win for the saints rams get their first loss of the season and michael thomas for the saints a franchise record 211 receiving yards had a huge day um on sunday for those rams goff 391 three touchdowns and a pick cooks revenge game three catches 114 a touchdown on eight targets and Gurley pretty pedestrian on his standards which I, I also called for this week against this uh, number one rated rushing defense in the Saints at home Gurley 68 yards on the ground he did get his token touchdown but not much uh elsewhere just 11 yards on the ground or uh, through the air and Malcolm Brown had a nice game had a great 18-yard touchdown run uh, or I'm sorry it was a catch but it was a swing pass and he scampered down the line uh Saints player tried to take him out but he was able to tiptoe the sideline and made a hell of a play so go check out Malcolm Brown and um if you're the girly owner you best go get Brown right now um because uh, if girly goes down for some reason Malcolm Brown becomes uh Spencer Ware uh as I just mentioned there so you're going to want to pick up these handcuffs here heading into the playoffs Cooper Cup a nice game. 89 yards and a touchdown on five catches and Robert Woods had a staller performance here 71 yards on five catches, which is not a bad game. It's 12 PPR points, but I think everyone kind of expected Robert Woods to have a bigger game here with everybody back and and not able to be double teamed. But the Saints really were able to uh, contain him. So just five catches on nine targets and the Rams defense. If you started them against the Saints, you were disappointed five. Uh, Oh, negative six, excuse me, negative six fantasy points. One fumble recovery, 45 yards against. For the Saints, Breeze, 346 and four touchdowns. Expected a big game from Breeze. I was repping it all week. I knew that, uh, you know, Breeze can turn it on when he has to. He just doesn't have to very often. So don't panic on Breeze. When it's a shootout, fire up Breeze. Otherwise, it's going to be a Mark Ingram game. But Breeze handles business in this game. 346 and four touchdowns. Michael Thomas again. 12 catches, 211 yards, one touchdown, a long 70-yard touchdown at the end of the game to seal it on 15 targets. Michael Thomas is a beast. Alvin Kamara, 82 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, 34 yards through the air, a touchdown. And Ben Watson, 62 yards through the air, and a touchdown for him. Mark Ingram and Trey Smith were the stallers, just 33 yards on the ground and another uh, reception for three yards through the air for Ingram and Traquan Smith just uh, 23 yards he did get a touchdown but not much elsewhere moving on to Sunday night football the Patriots uh, get a big win versus the Packers Um, I thought that the Packers would have had a chance they actually did really I mean this game was tied up late Aaron Jones fumbled unfortunately the uh, uh, Patriots then scored quickly and then added another one on top and pulled away. But this was a close game for most of the game, and the Packers are below five hundred at three, four, and one at midpoint through the season for the first time since two thousand five. So pre-Rogers there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers two fifty nine, two touchdowns. Devontae Adams forty yards and a touchdown there. So not a huge game, but he did get his touchdown and six catches for forty yards. Uh, Jimmy Graham. Four catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown for him. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling had a nice game filling in for Geronimo Allison. 101 yards on three catches. So we had three um, three big plays uh, for Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So he's a must-add as well. And if Geronimo misses time, which he probably will, it looks like he's got a, uh, a core issue um, with his abdomen that he may have to have surgery on. So Marquez Valdez-Scantling is definitely a scoop, especially in um, PPR leagues. Aaron Jones was a staller, unfortunately. He had a nice game, but he did have that costly fumble, um, and he was really supposed to break out this game against New England, but uh, they were able to bottle him up for the most part, although he looked really good. I'm not worried about him getting punished for that fumble. Certainly, well, he can't get traded now, but he's certainly not going to get punished the way that uh, Ty Montgomery did. There was a lot more going on with Montgomery and uh, dysfunction there with him over Aaron Jones. I think it was just straight up. He got hit. The ball came out. It's a fumble. It happens. 14 carries, 76 yards for Aaron Jones and that fumble and then 10 yards through the air, but he did look really good. Um, And he could have had a a walk-in touchdown, but Aaron uh, Rodgers basically gave him a fake on a a, a RPO, faked it, which Aaron Jones would have rolled into the touchdown, no problem, but he faked it and he um, ended up throwing the touchdown to Devontae Adams. So I think Aaron Jones will be just fine moving forward. Rendell Cobb, five catches, 24 yards on six targets. And Jamal Williams, 34 yards on the ground, 20 through the air. So I'm not really worried about um, Jamal Williams taking over for Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones will be the guy moving forward. For the Patriots, James White continues to crush it. 12 carries, 31 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Six catches, 72 yards on seven targets. So James White is the offense once again for the Patriots at least the focal point of the offense with sony michelle out i think sony michelle will sit this week as well although we don't know for sure but i think he'll sit this week um again as well as gronk possibly and then they will have their bye and then we'll get both guys back um coming in let's see what would that be that'd be week 10 11 so come back week 12. Uh, We'll get Gronk and Sonny Michelle back healthy, I believe. So we don't have reports on that, but I'm just giving a heads up right now. That's what I think is going to happen. Gronk and Michelle sit out this week again. They'll be questionable all week, of course, but I think inevitably there'll be game time scratches, both of them, and they'll go into the bye to heal up. And I think that the the Patriots will be fully ready to go for your fantasy playoffs there. Um, Let's see. Josh Gordon. Had five catches, 130 yards, and a long touchdown. Tom Brady basically just fooled the defense, faked a screen pass. Two defenders came up for the Packers, and Josh Gordon slipped behind him uh, for a nice long uh, 50-yard touchdown there. So Josh Gordon looks really good in this offense, 10 targets again for him. Julian Edelman, he had a 37-yard pass uh, to James White. Uh, James White got tackled on the two-yard line, or it would have been another uh, throwing score there for Edelman. But 37-yard pass and uh, 28 yards rushing to go with 71 yards receiving. So Julian Edelman passing, running, and uh, receiving the ball in this game. Cordero Patterson fills in as the running back. Once again, 11 carries, 61 yards, and does get into the end zone with a touchdown. And Tom Brady and Goskowski were the uh, stallers here, just to their standards. Uh, Brady just two 94 and just one touchdown, and Goskowski just seven points um, as your kicker. And once again, uh, Gronkowski and Michelle did not play in this game, and I don't expect them to play until after their bye come up in Week 12. Moving on, last game of the week, the Tennessee Titans take care of business on Monday Night Football against the Dallas Cowboys. This was surprising. I thought the Cowboys were going to come out of their bye. Uh, feeling nice and refreshed they did use Amari a bunch which we'll get to in a second but um, the Titans really played very well their defense played very well Marcus had a rough start but pulled it together late the Titans get a big win on the road on Monday Night Football 28-14 over Dallas and the difference here was really the Titans were 11 for 14 on third down which is massive the NFL is one on third downs And the titans were very good on third down 11 for 14 in the game marcus mariota again started off uh slowly getting sacked a few times through a pick but he he looked good uh down the stretch 240 and two touchdowns and he was uh 10 for 31 um and uh did get a, a rushing score as well so marcus looks good three total touchdowns for him and dion lewis uh, nice game here. Deion Lewis outsnapped Derrick Henry 59 to 14 and outtouched him 23 to 8. So once again, he outsnapped Derrick Henry 59 to 14 and outtouched him 23 to 8. So Deion Lewis is a must. Add if he's on your waiver wire somehow, he won't be. But if he is, go pick him up. You may even be able to buy him low because nobody's really caring about Deion Lewis. But I would fire him up for your playoffs going forward because I think they really like him in the pass game here. And we know he can run as well. So 19 carries 62 yards on the ground and another 60 yards on four catches and a touchdown through the air for Dion Lewis. So um, over 120 total yards for Dion Lewis. Very impressive. Corey Davis had a nice game, uh, but probably not as much as uh, fantasy owners wanted just 11 fantasy points, six catches, 56 yards, but still got those 10 targets. So if he and Marcus can uh, latch up, which we've all been waiting for here for about a year and a half, um, I think uh, Corey Davis will be just fine. But not a huge game, but I wanted to put him in the solid category or baller category because I think he's he's primed for another big game here. And, and the uh, Dallas cornerbacks and secondary as a whole have been really solid this season so far. Uh, Derrick Henry, as I mentioned, did kind of rumble into the end zone on accident, but just 27 yards on six carries and um, two catches for five yards on two targets. So Derrick Henry getting phased out of this one early, unfortunately. So, again, he's kind of a poor man's Jordan Howard So I think that Derrick Henry is going to be phased out of games quickly if uh, the Titans fall behind, which they did in this game. And then they pulled ahead. But I think they were just running with Dion Lewis and he was he was playing well. And some stallers for uh, the Titans um, to go along with Derrick Henry uh, suck up. If you're starting him as your uh, kicker, he had just three total fantasy points. Um. Let's see. Last team of the week, the Dallas Cowboys. Amari Cooper. So I made a call last week, and I was right. Um, his numbers weren't amazing, but the you know the 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 prediction was correct. I thought that Jerry Jones was going to force feed Cooper no matter what to prove a point that Jerry did the right thing, pulling him in from Oakland. They certainly did that. Eight targets, which wasn't huge, but eight targets, five catches, fifty-eight yards, and a touchdown for Amari Cooper. And really he was about one foot away from another touchdown that dak overthrew him on so they're going to target the hell out of amari cooper especially if 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 a game is close and they're trying to pull away here i think jerry jones is just the type of arrogant dude to really prove a point here that they made the right call i'm not saying it's right or wrong i think it was a nice it's a nice fit because dallas clearly needs a number one receiver amari looked great i don't think he's been used properly in oakland i think it's a good fit i'm not hating on amari cooper i just think that This is something that Jerry Jones is going to force. Therefore, Amari Cooper, whether he's supposed to get these numbers or not, I think is going to be force-fed either way. So fire up Amari Cooper as your uh, wide receiver three until he blows up or your flex. But there's definitely wide receiver two upside here for Amari for sure. Dak Prescott, 243, two touchdowns and uh, a pick. Pretty much the same stat line every single week. And Zeke, pedestrian game here. Uh, 17 carries, 61 yards, and 51 yards through the air on four catches for him. I expected a bigger game for Zeke, and he looked unstoppable in the first quarter, but uh, they kind of had to go more toward the uh, pass game later on, and and the Titans debuckled up late. But Zeke, I thought he was going to have like 150 rushing yards and a couple touchdowns, but they bottled him up late in the game. And Mar, the kicker for Dallas, um, just one point. I started. I actually picked him up in a, a fantasy league as a streaming kicker. Um, I picked him up early in the season. He put up like twenty-one points or something ridiculous. This game is at home. They were in the dome. I thought that the the Titans' defense was going to be able to stop Dallas, which they did. But Mar missed a field goal on the first drive of the game, and then uh, had just two extra points after that. So unfortunately, just one point there for Mar, the kicker. Moving on to our top five. Um, or top uh, five, six, seven options, depending if they were tied or whatever, for each position in fantasy this week in week nine. Quarterbacks, top five plus quarterbacks in fantasy points this week in PPR leagues. Breeze, Goff, Ryan, Mahomes, Big Ben, running backs, Kamara, Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, Tevin Coleman, Duke, Connor, and James White. Receivers, Michael Thomas, Adam Humphreys, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, and Josh Gordon. For the tight tight ends, Kelsey, Hireman, Howard, Kittle, and Olsen. For the defenses, the Bears crushed. Dolphins crushed. Vikings crushed. 49ers played well. The Titans and the Chargers. And for the kickers, Parkey, Lutz, Gold, Zerline, and Tucker. Those are your top five, six, seven performers per position for the week in PPR leagues and the last note here this week's buys in week 10 Baltimore Ravens Minnesota Vikings Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos do it for the week 9 recap. Remember to email us your start, sit, keep, trade, cut questions to tckpod at gmail.com and DM us on Instagram at thecandlestickkids with the hashtag tckpod. Make sure to follow us on our IG stories throughout the weekend. That's Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night for the game day updates. And thank you so much for listening. Good luck in week 10. And for Daniel Stancato, I'm Sky Guasco and we are out of here!